0: welcome to the tim hill podcast if you have the time you can not only listen to the episodes but you can also watch all the shows and you'll find the links in the description below thank you the tim hill thirsty thursday live stream from 7 until 9 weekly here's your host tim hill last half an hour of the show coming up so last quick plug for the upcoming shows um so make sure you get this in your diary. Make sure that you you set your Thursday evenings aside from 7 till 9. You know it's coming, so you might as well book it because there's nothing on the telly. Um, we've got the suicide veteran suicide special coming up next week. Um, hopefully I've got some, a couple of really big guests coming on that you won't want to miss. And we're going to try and normalize that conversation, destigmatize uh, mental health and suicide, uh, particularly in the military. Uh, but it also filters over into civilian life as well. Once guys leave the military, they, they I say, become civilians. Once you've been in the military, you never become a civilian again. you always be an ex military or a veteran. And that's, but you're part of society and it has an effect so that's that the following week, this is the one that we had to postpone um, the archaeological special that's coming uh, we've got the the archaeologists archeolo- coming back and we're going to have a fantastic evening if you've got questions I'll, I'll put them in the chat box and uh, put a queue beside it so we know that it's it's a question coming up the 13th of october working on a bit of a special at the moment. Hopefully it's going to involve dogs. I'll say no more until I confirm it up. The following week, I'm toying with the idea of of having another open forum or we'll have um, maybe a cancer special and and look at all that. And then the 3rd of November, I've got um, fighter pilots coming on to talk about their processes, what they do, um, when they are in operations and stuff like that. That's going to be another fascinating chat. So, Thursday evenings, get it booked in to your diaries. Right, let's go back to all of our guests. We're going to bring them all in and we'll have some fun. <laughs> let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's talk about stuff. <laughs> let's,
1: let's do it. Let's, do it. let's no, make no, this party. Again. <laughs> okay. I've got an echo.
0: So, so that's coming, that's from, coming Charlie, from Charlie, I think. I'm not
2: doing anything. I
0: oh, know you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I think but it's, I think your, it's your, your 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 speakers are coming out and, and echoing. Oh. Now,
3: let me swap to my phone, and I'll be back then.
0: Okay. Okay it's yours Tim. You know, it's not me i've been talking all the way through and it's not been echoing you've been uh, even corinne said he was echoing yeah but that's when i was talking to charlie oh well
2: <laughs> in the mean, in the meanwhile i'd like to say something to richard because i loved your story it was so beautiful Bye, Catherine. and something spoke to me and i feel like i should say it you know i know that um, Becky's passing was unexpected in the car next to you. But at the same time, you know, she could have passed anywhere, in the hospital, by herself, or with you by there. But there. She was by your side.
1: That's, that's very and true, doing, yeah.
2: Going to a funeral to do what you do, I think, I in my heart, <laughs> I feel like, she was like, oh, I'm at peace now. I'm here with him, he's doing what he loves, he's doing what he's passionate about. And she was so at peace that she could pass. So I just wanted to say that. Sorry. <laughs> Thank
1: you very much. She, she, she was a musician as well. Yes. Yeah, she, she, we both played in a brass band together and um, um, that's how we met, basically, through music. and um, I saved her from, from the abuse that she was getting with her husband uh, with her husband and everything. And uh, she had a fantastic life. To be honest we went everywhere together there, there was nowhere that I went where Becky wasn't with me and uh, it, and uh, because she she enjoyed music that much that no, no matter where I was traveling up and down this country um, she came with me to play when I was playing last post at funerals and, and dedications and and everything else you know and, and I played at Harry's um, uh, funeral not well, not so long ago, you know, and and it was it was quite back. good because I, I I'd known Harry and, and and Catherine for years when when we when we both served in the same battalion together. And, Berlin um, days, pardon?
0: I just Berlin can't days. A-
1: what was that, Tim?
0: Uh, when days in Berlin? Oh yeah, when we was in Berlin in and all Jelligal. that, yeah.
1: Yeah you know and I, even before even before you you know when you came to berlin and, and what have you uh, you know uh, cuz i was at the depot in 1975 as well before then for two years instructing yeah well,
0: then, I was uh, at the depot i left the depot in 75 yeah I
1: I, I I actually went in 1975 for my first tour of two years and um you know i and i knew harry and Kath, you know when when they got married and everything Mm. You know, when 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 we was in Munster, even.
0: Yeah, I think that uh, Harry joined us in Gillingham when we first. Oh, that was in seventy-seven. What seventy-six? Seventy-six. When we came back. Well, I I was at the depot then as
1: an instructor, and um, when I came back to the battalion in seventy-seven, just before we went to Northern Ireland.
0: Yeah.
1: And that horrible trip up the North Sea to Denmark when we did the two-week NATO exercise. (gasps)
0: That was horrendous. Bottom <laughs>
1: well, well, uh, thing Oh, yeah, it, yeah, it was. Yeah, on the I had before <laughs> he got blown up in the Falklands <laughs> a few years later. But anyway, yeah. It, so uh, my experience of death is is, um, is quite extensive because i would lost lost lots of friends in in the army in Northern Ireland and various other um, conflicts. And um, it's complete. I, I lost my parents within three years of each other. My dad died first. And then my mum died um, three, four years ago, three years ago. And um, me and my mum were really close, but me, me and my father weren't very close, mainly because he was in the army and uh, he tried to tell me all, all the things about being in the army. You learn by experience. And Tim knows that from, from Serving together in the same battalion, you you learn a hell of a lot of stuff when you're in the army about life and death, obviously. But to me, talking to people like last week, um, I didn't. I I, 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 I was just listening in the background, uh, and I saw. uh, I listened to what Marie said about her books and and her experiences, Mm. and there was. uh, Was it? Scott Scott
0: Scott yeah
1: Scott last who lost his you know his his son's his um son and committed and his suicide daughter. and you know and and stuff like that and it's it's really really bad you it's, know and it's
2: that's unbelievable it's,
1: you know it's absolutely it really is sad and the the, the month the month before Becky died <clears throat> she died at the beginning of March there in the in the last later I think it was probably the last week in January. I lost a sister, and um, she was um, she was the middle middle one of the seven of us. I'm the eldest of seven. And um, when she was born, she was born um, uh, uh, through lack of oxygen, and she was uh, brain damaged. <clears throat> and when she was probably three or four, the doctors said that she'd never be able to walk. And at the time, I was I was only ten, and um,
2: you were the beacon of hope.
1: Well, yeah, it's very I, true. I,
2: that, I
1: was I was ten years is. old, as the oldest in the in you know in the family. And I said uh, I said to my mum and dad, I said, she will be able to walk because I'll teach her.
2: Yep.
1: And at ten years old, I taught her how to walk and everything. I used to hold her up and and try and get her to walk. And it t- it took me a long time. And then a couple of years later i used to i used to run a boys club in in a, in the village where we lived and um and uh i did a twenty four hour sponsored walk around the village for um handicapped kids for, for like it used to be the spastic society but it's called something else now mm. uh, and she 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 never she would never be able to talk but she she learned to walk through my perseverance and, and everything else, and um, I raised quite a lot of money. And it was in one of the national newspapers. My story, and, and trying to teach my sister how to walk. But uh, over the years, obviously being in the army and having kids of my own, and now I've got eight grandkids. Expensive <laughs> <laughs> and everything else, you know. But but Lou Becky when when, I, when Becky came into my life, it was probably one of the best. Experiences of being with somebody who loved me as much as she did, because I, because of what I what I did for her initially, and it was such a big shock. But the worst thing about it was a couple of days before she died, I went in. She because she, she couldn't move and and she had no care when she came out of hospital apart from me, and. Um, The worst of it was I got a letter probably six weeks ago from a nurse, a senior nurse from the hospital, saying that Becky had refused a care plan. And I know for a fact that she wouldn't do that. I know for a fact that she wouldn't do that because of the way she was. And uh, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to fight it at the moment. And it's hard work because... Mm. The NHS is as, as good as it is. It's probably one of the best services in the world, free services in the world. And I've got lots of admiration for the NHS. I've got a daughter-in-law who's a sister with the NHS, and um, um, and, and Becky was in care before. She was a support worker for people with mental health and um, learning dis- uh, you know learning difficulties and all that and Down syndrome. People and, and all that. So she knew what she knew what she was doing, and I know for a fact that she wouldn't refuse care after care when she'd been in been in a coma for ten days in hospital, like I said mm-hmm. before. And it, it's just it's so annoying different. that so they they're so good at covering each other's backside, so to speak. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, doctors and, and surgeons and nurses that they'll do anything to cover their own inefficiencies as I as I call it you know and and, and it, it's really annoying because Becky was such a lovely lovely person I think you met her once Tim when I played at the funeral
0: yeah I Red, so.
1: my my beautiful redhead <laughs> and um, you know, it, and I mean, it's so annoying because she loved music just as much as I did and she used to used to annoy me at times because she was she could do things better than me, but I was a better player than her. You know what I mean, and stuff like that. And we used to argue like mad when we when we played duets and everything, you know, and I say, "You're not playing that right, see yes I am <laughs> and all this that and the other, you know, just bouncing off each other. But at the end of the day, um i was I was annoyed with the NHS, but talking about grief, I think I'm coping really well because I'm doing what I enjoy doing, mm. um, I love my music. I love the army, and you're I'm carrying right. her with you. She is. You. You're oh, she's with me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every day this she's how with you me. Yeah. Her,
2: this is how you well, keep her alive.
1: Well, yeah, you know, and, yeah, and you honour her. When uh, when was it? it? Sunday evening, we had a a, a, um, a vigil for a minute for for, um, for Her Majesty the Queen, God bless her, and um, I stood to attention as you do, and and I've got Becky's photo and I put it to my heart. Hmm. And
4: and I, I, no, I was gonna say you'd say you rescued her, but I think she rescued you in many, many, oh, many ways. Yes. Well, yeah. well, she we, also we... got you really more competitive in your music because she was so good that you well, she just
1: played <laughs> on she was good, she was good at certain things. She wasn't a very good reader of music. I'll give it, you know, yeah, but, but she could right, play
4: movie by her ear.
1: But she was a good she could play by ear. Oh crikey, yeah, could she just? And she used to annoy me when, when she used to pick my cornage up or, or something like that, and she'd play away. And I'm saying, oh, I wish I could do that. Well, in, my <laughs> young, in my younger years, when I was when I was learning to play and, and got to a good standard, obviously, I could do it. But now, it, there's, a, there's a famous um, piece of music that I play at a concert with my band now. as a solo called uh, Concerto de Orange West. And it's, um, it's a solo that in, in a film called Brass Off," and it's played on a flugelhorn horn. And I play that solo in every concert that we do this year. And uh, it brings a tear to my eye because I know Becky played it as well. And I've got photos of Becky playing and all this, that and the other. And, and I'm, I'm so used to being standing up and playing in front of people, especially being a good bugler that I am as well. And, uh, you know, I've stood up in front of thousands and played the bugle, but I've never actually stood up and played a a solo in front of hundreds of people. But this year, with with, um, the music scene now in this country, brass band-wise, and doing lots of concerts and outdoor stuff, I've got no choice, and there's hundreds of people out there, so I've got no choice but to stand up and play this solo. And I enjoy it. I, I love every single minute of it. And she'll admit, be
4: right there by oh, your side honestly, as you're
1: playing. She's right there with me, and she'll be saying to me, "Oh, you made that. You made a mistake here." I <laughs> can hear her say, I can hear her <laughs> saying it. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, and everybody makes mistakes. I'm not brilliant. I must admit, I'm not brilliant, but I do the best I can. But when it comes to bugling, I'm one of the best, and I, I, mm. I, 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 I do admit that. And Tim will, Tim will back me up and. Yeah. You know, there's lots and lots of people of uh, uh, mine and Tim's friends that, that say, you know, we'll keep listening. Yeah, I <laughs> what, was- I, what I said earlier about Harry's funeral, you know, Steve Stephen's funeral, yeah. all the guys from the battalion that that were there when I was in there, I was, I was commanding officer's bugler for yeah. for God know you know don't know how many years, and they said to me, "We'll be listening." I said, "Yeah, just like he did when I was on <laughs> duty in the battalion." And it it really went well, and I and I I just try and do my best. I, I try and play to the to the best that I can now. But mm. I'm a, I'm I'm a lot older than I used to be. Mm. And my fingers, uh, my eyes don't work as good and, and as quick as my fingers can, <laughs> and everything else, you know. But I I still love music, and I'll be playing music until mm. you know my last dying breath. And I've also made another punch this
0: week. Yeah. So, um, did, did you see that Barry Atkins died this week? Yes, I did.
1: Yeah, yeah. Another, another um,
0: great poacher.
1: Yeah, another great guy. Yeah, I did mention it. I did put a comment on. Hmm. But yesterday, I played played last post near Ipswich for a Fusilier by my last reg the last regiment when I when I ended up as a drum major with them, and uh, his brother lives not far from me. And he was in the Queen's Regiment But he joined, he joined the, Royal, the Royal Regiment Of Fusiliers <laughs> <laughs> so And uh, I was Playing at our National, National Arboretum On Saturday for a Regiment mm. and all that and, and you know It's it's just one of those things that I enjoy doing And uh, and it makes me grieve Better knowing that Becky's by my side yeah. and yeah. Um, And I'm just getting on With life like I said before she said to me Some time ago what why are you still with me? And, and I, I, I said to her, Why do you think I'm still with you? I love you to bits, you know, and, and I still do, you mm-hmm. know. And she's she's always there, no matter what I do music wise, she's always there. Yeah. And she was a fantastic player as well. She was a really that, good player.
0: And that's, that's a really important lesson for people to take away. Well, it
1: is, yeah, It's to do what you enjoy doing, what you did enjoy doing together. Yeah. And I, I find it a lot better for me because I'm still involved in music and everything else. And my band was so, uh, when Becky came out of hospital after being in the coma, it was on a Friday and we had band rehearsal. And I said to her, do you want to come to band practice with me? And she said, yes. So I wheeled her into the band room and everybody stood up and clapped. And it was, it was a fantastic thing for Becky with the support Mm. that every single member of our band did just for Becky coming coming back into the band room. Mm. You know, and and it was good for her because she got that much support. And even when we went, you know, went to funerals for the Royal Angling Regiment or Poachers, which I've got hundreds of great friends still after all these years and losing Poachers as well and playing at their funerals is an honour for me. But Becky met... Lots of friends that she would never have met before,
0: yeah.
1: And then me serving yeah. with the with the Royal Regiment of Fusiliers, she met lots of friends there that she would never have met before. So that, you know, she got she had hundreds of friends that supported her as well when she died. And the the funeral, the the chapel was absolutely full of mm. banding people and regimental people, even Gurkhas, <laughs> <laughs> and the Gurkhas loved it a bit. I think it was a red hair. <laughs> <laughs> she was a natural redhead and everything else, you know, and and they loved it a bits And I think, uh, I
0: think, I think um, one year I, I went to twenty funerals. Of
1: places. well, I've, I've done nearly thirty this year alone.
0: Yeah. Wow. But you you do all sorts of regimens. But well, like, I, I, I do I do all of our forces. twenty. In one year Oh yeah I know. Is, I know I mean it's crazy And Harry and I Went to most of them together
1: Yeah you we, did really yeah. Nice I remember you meet and meet Dad
3: Travelling up. up and down the country Most most yeah. every felt like every week
1: Yeah I can imagine that I really can imagine that Because I knew what your dad was like anyway <laughs> And <laughs> uh, and he, Even even Billy Friend We we became really good friends In the battalion We we was on the same card and You know Promotion carders And everything together Mm. And uh, and playing for Marlene's dad as well. That was that was a bit of a shock for me as well because I knew him as yeah. well, you know. And I've lost a lot, a lot of good friends in both regiments that I served with. And like Tim, you know, we've we've lost a hell of a lot of people.
4: Can Just I like, ask a question? Of course to
1: you. All can, of yeah. you? Uh
4: So we talk about the sadness and we talk about the loneliness. And I know that it is, you know, it it is challenging as much as we you're trying to do the things um, and carry on. But what advice would you have to when you are in that process, when it is fresh, what are the things that you need from the people that you love. I mean, we talk about just being with someone, but what are the things, and are you able, or were all of you able to ask for what you needed when you were in that pain? Because it is very difficult to express. And I think, you know, we know just sitting there and having someone listen to us, but what? Is, what, what do you think would be the most helpful
0: For you in that process Difficult question For for me I think I think Talking Yeah yeah. I I would say talking to people And and let your emotions out Don't don't hold it in Don't um, Don't bottle it up
2: I want to jump in It's
0: okay to be not okay And it's okay to cry in front of people Right I, I
1: do, like, constantly.
2: <laughs> mm. Sorry. Sorry, I, Kathy. No, so, I'm sorry. I do want to jump in on this because this is a big thing for parents who've lost a child. Holidays and Mother's Day and all these things are so painful to us. And the people around us, they don't mention your child because they don't want to upset you. But what happens from our perspective when you've lost a child is like they're gone. They've been erased. Nobody is talking about them anymore.
0: Mm.
2: When your child was alive, you talked about them all the time. Now that they're dead, nobody can talk about them. And it, and people think they're being kind. And also they are uncomfortable bringing it up. Mm. But they're trying to be kind by not like stirring up the pot. But they don't understand you're you wanna talk about your child. Yeah. And, and yeah. everybody is acting like your child never existed. And it is so painful. It so, is. It is. Yeah.
1: My I advice agree.
2: My advice to people is even if it's uncomfortable, even if you just say something as simple as, Wow, you know, I'm thinking about Lisa today. And you give that person a hug and say, I've I've been thinking about her all day and She is so alive in my heart. Like, just acknowledge that person who has passed because suddenly it becomes a taboo subject and nobody talks about it. And that makes you feel worse. They think they're doing you a favor and they're being kind to you, but they're not. You still got it in you and it just feels terrible. I had to throw that in. Sorry. No, that was
4: awesome. <laughs> and then I'm curious, awesome, Stephanie, because you, it's new and fresh for you. Yeah. And what can we do for you to support you in your grief to help you?
0: Charlie. Oh, mate. Steph, Stephanie's gone to bed.
4: Oh, sorry. <laughs> Charlie. Oh, this is, I a young, this is the younger sister. sister. I, got, I apologize, Charlie. That's okay. Um,
3: I see I think because it's still quite fresh for me yes um I'm at the stage where I want to talk about him and I want to talk about him lots and then all of a sudden I'm it's sensory overload too much is happening and I want to stop talking about him right then Mm. and I'm like okay now I'm done let's change the subject but the person (laughs) who you're talking with doesn't necessarily understand understand
1: what you're going through
3: that process at that time and I'm like it's okay now it's done and then it's almost um, flexible yeah. What you're hmm. yeah 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 because I, I i love talking about him and then but on obviously normally funny stories turn into uh emotions and then the emotion and then it gets to a point where like we could be out in the middle of town and, and i know it's okay to cry anywhere <laughs> but There's certain situations where you suddenly think, I don't want to do this here. (laughs) This has gone sideways. (laughs) This is not where I want to go. (laughs) So being there, you're
2: saying being there and being flexible and talking, and then when you give the cue, I don't want to talk any more than yeah, Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful.
4: Yeah, because I think it's just as important to talk about what we need from other people and then let them know. Like, and there isn't there isn't a right or wrong way. However yeah. you are feeling, whatever you are feeling, there is not a right or a wrong way. And so I, in that wave will come. And so having that signal, and maybe if it's a good friend, maybe we can say to that friend, Hey, you know, I need to talk about this, but I may have you know I may hold my finger up. (laughs) Yeah, that's your signal. Yeah, I'm I'm done now. Yeah, something.
0: Yeah, maybe we should have it as a standard. Well, yeah.
2: Done now. Thank you so Enough. much for bringing that up, Cheryl, because not everyone who's watching might be dealing with a loss. They might be dealing with someone else who's had a loss. Right. And that's and what I'm thinking. Really difficult because people are weirded out by death. So first of yeah. all, it triggers all, it triggers all of their stuff. But right. Then on top of that, they're trying to be thoughtful to you so they avoid the stuff. It's like the elephant. It comes the elephant in the room. Mm. and it's either so
3: they completely avoid it, like, all they talk about is... right right
2: because they, they're like they're like nervous <laughs> and they don't really know what yeah. to do but they're trying to be supportive yeah. and so I love that you brought that up Cheryl to help viewers who might not be experiencing loss right now but might have a loved one who is and they're uncomfortable they don't know what to do
4: Right, because I think sometimes Hmm. it is that, like, you want to do something for someone. Most of us want to help. Of
2: course we do. And
4: sometimes our help is not helpful. (laughs) So we we need to We need to educate, as well as have that conversation about how painful and what the process is like. Each one of us is processing it differently but how can people help and support us? And the other thing I will say um, is don't go away. If you're somewhat, if someone in your life has lost someone. You said that last week and I love that message. Thank you for Mm. bringing that up again. Yeah, because that's one thing that I have noticed is that in the beginning, everybody's there and they're all, you know, helping and feeding and doing all the things. And then the months go by and they kind of back away. But that's when the loneliness that's, and the and the heart rate, it, you know, it just because so it's been a year or just because it's been two years doesn't mean they don't still need you and need your support. Mm.
2: Thank you oh, so yeah. much. That's the silent grief that I'm talking about that happens yeah. later. When everybody goes back to their life except you. <laughs>
0: yes. Mm. Yeah, Thank I you so no
2: much, Cheryl. Yeah, that was such a great point.
0: Yeah. Well, it is. I th- I think uh, this has this has been a pretty cool chat tonight. I think everybody's had a massive influence and and, and a wonders that 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 you've brought. But unfortunately we've got to draw a close to this. <laughs> we're <laughs> we're, at, we're at an end. <laughs> we are. The, i would I've two hours. Thank you Tim. No. I'd like to
1: thank, you, no, like to just, thank you my friend. <laughs>
0: No, we've known each
1: other a long pleasure. time and it, yeah. was, it was great actually talking about my experience yeah
0: and, and I, think it's,
1: you- it's, I, I was listening to Cheryl last week and uh, some of the points that she came out with absolutely they did help me you know yeah. in in quite a lot of ways honestly and um, and having known Tim and and um, Steve meekum's and, and and his family you know since Even when the girls were growing up, (laughs) you know, and uh, it's great, and it was it was lovely. It was an honour for me to play at Harry's funeral, to be honest, Mm. and it was it was very fitting. And I think it's. Can only
0: thank you for that. Yeah, so it's time to go. Close the show. It's been lovely listening to you all. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to thank each of you individually and drop you out and then, then I'll close up the show if you yeah, want to hang about for a few minutes after um, just for a wash up please hang <laughs> about Charlie so, and
2: Richard love to you because I know you both have very recent losses so. thank you very much I'm done yeah. now I promise
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Charlie thank you thank you for joining in tonight it's been an Great, absolute pleasure nice. having you on So, see you later Charlie see you Charlie Richard, the Thank you for sharing your story. I think it, it, you're very welcome, my friend. If it just helps one person, it's 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 done its well, job. Well,
1: there's been a few comments, and I see Tim Hagen's been on as well about music. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I didn't even Craig, know he played the trombone. My I my things about Morises. trombone is it's good for good for clearing corners with a with a duster on the end <laughs> when he put the slide right out. Brilliant. <laughs> Excellent. My conductor's a trombone, with a famous brass band as well, so
0: <laughs> Brilliant Take care, my friend Cheers, Richard Thank you Ooh. I love <laughs> your <everybody's> applause
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> We'll give it some laughter as well
2: Ooh, laughing too <laughs> Oops, wrong button
0: <laughs> Cheryl Again, thank you so much for joining in tonight your input has been invaluable. Thank you. So we'll catch up soon. Yes. Catherine, your story has, has really struck home. And I think if it, if it just helps one person, uh, one that's person, lost a child, um, then we've done that. That makes job.
2: my daughter's death more meaningful. So thank you. Yes. Whoever you are out there, that one person, thank you.
0: Thank you. Well, that's the end of another uh, Taboos Thursday Thursday live. Hopefully you've got a lot from it. We've got a lot of stuff coming up in the, in the weeks to come. Um, I like the idea. Um, I saw something that, that somebody put up earlier. This, I, I lost it. Hang on, where did you go? That one. <laughs> that's what I wanted. Talking about some of the postings that we've been on. Um I think that could be quite an interesting chat, actually. I'll get a load of poachers on and and, uh, we'll we'll have a fun evening. And uh, I'm sure there's there's stories that will come out of there that will help people. So until next Thursday, Thursday, uh, the Taboo Thursday, Thursday, next week is the Suicide Special. Hopefully you'll all tune in again. um, Set it in your calendar. Every Thursday we're going live. Every week we'll have a new topic that's a taboo topic that we're going to try and normalise that conversation on. So thank you, thank you, thank you everybody that's been out there uh, uh, and contributed tonight. We couldn't do this show without you. So just remember to to click the like button, click the support subscribe button. You're obviously putting comments in the chat box which is massively, massively thanked. And... Uh, Until next week, TTF Ed. ta for now.
3: The Tim Heel Thirsty Thursday live stream from 7 until 9
2: weekly.
0: Welcome to the Tim Heel podcast. If you have the time, you can not only listen to the episodes, but you can also watch all the shows and you'll find the links in the description below. Thank you.